Another food we do a tremendous uh, amount of business with is samosas. Now samosas, I'll say, is a very popular food. There, You see all kinds of uh, different uh, shapes and sizes and preparation styles with fillings and dough and all kinds of different things. We have many different solutions for samosas. This is one of them. Uh, we can use it with the 700XL using the extrusion method. Now, you can see it's all pretty much the same thing. You have the dough, you have the, fi or the, the filling. Um, and you're running it through the extrusion process. And again, all of our dyes, our mold dyed, um, is totally customizable. So we have a standard list of molds that we make. If you wanna, if you wanna you know, change it up a little bit, no problem. If you even wanna make a totally different shape that we've never done before, no problem. Uh, so you can see the machine right now is running at about 30 to 40% capacity. Um, and it's just gonna continually uh, output the samosas. A, uh, a samosa is essentially an Indian um, encrusted uh, food. It typically has uh, mashed potatoes and peas and sometimes carrot. Um, but we've seen all kinds of different fillings, all kinds of creative uh, solutions. You see it a lot starting, starting in India but going all the way through the Middle East. So there's people uh, that, that really make samosas. It's a great sort of appetizer. Um, you see people uh, eat it for lunch. You have, you know, we have a ton of people that do even catering businesses. You know, they just make it for weddings and parties and things like that. It's a very versatile, easy, uh, easy food. From here, when we produce the samosas, we're, again, we're doing thousands per hour, so it's really going to depend uh, on the size of your food. But you're going to have a very high capacity, high throughput. And from here, where do we go from here? We can go directly into a packaging. Uh, type of line, uh, so you can just go in straight packaging. You can put it straight into a freezer. Um, but we also have a, um, a conveyor fryer, so we can put it straight into uh, the oil and fry it, uh, and then go from there. So there, there's a lot of versatility into you know how how do you want to you know move from here. So what are some different modifications you can do with samosa? Again, you can modify the filling. You can put whatever you want into the, into the filling hopper. You modify the dough a little bit. You can add you know, um, you know a different amount of moisture and oil and things like that. We can we can do different modifications to get a different taste. If you actually uh, kind of look at our dye and the, and the product that you that you're going to get for samosa, this is just one of our molds, right? So it's going to give you the shape, um, and we can customize based on the length, the width, and also the edge. So this one, you can see, it's a little bit of a rippled edge. So we have three different standard edges that we just do naturally, um, and, and again, we can we can make a custom edge. Um, so you can you got your length, you got your width. 
And then you can also sort of modify it for the thickness as well. And, and that's one of the things that you can sort of uh, customize in the operation of the machine um, you know, by adding more stuff and you can speed up that motor. So for our customer experience, uh, we work with a lot of people that are starting a business and people that can are very often artistic people, people that have gotten to where they are, uh, keeping a certain fidelity to their recipe that they maybe they have in their family um, or that's been very successful for them locally. And what our machines represent for them is an investment in their business that will take it to the next level. What we try to do is to give them the tools to be able to uh, give them a business plan, uh, to be able to let them focus on what they do well, which is their, their customer experience, their recipe, and to give them the ability to uh, and possibly fi we finance a machine, uh, to give them a recipe to you know, go to the next level. Um, it's the kind of market that we're seeing right now. We have examples of clients that, you know, they started with the restaurant and once they decided to go automatic um, with the machine, they were able to grow their business 10 and 20 times over. And that's just, you know, the, the, the machine allows you to sort of focus on what you do well and what you love is your food and not really have to worry about the growth. Very often our machines will give you what you can almost think of as unlimited throughput. Um, you can make you know, hundreds of thousands, millions of pieces of your food in the course of a month. Uh, and if you can sell all of those, then you're really able to grow, um, take your business to the next level. And at the same time, you're still focusing on your recipe and all the same things that kind of got you started in the business in the first place. Our, well, our customers, first of all, I think, you know, our customers, we have people that have unbelievable recipes and they, you know, they really just love what they do. And very often to have, to, to prepare a great recipe, a great dish, is not the same skill set as growing a business. Okay. And part of what we do is we don't just sell machines. I mean, we're one of the few people here in the United States in Los Angeles. We have our operations center here and we help people, we support them from an engineering side and even from a business side um, so that the, the customer can really focus on what they do well and what they love. And we, uh, we can advise them, we can help them take it to a regional or even local distribution.
So now we're going to make some samosas by hand. And this is my classic uh, recipe. I've been doing samosa for years. A very good friend of mine, chef, is actually from India who taught me how to do samosas originally. And then over the years, I've added my own personal ingredients and stuff like that. Now, we're going to get started with a little bit of oil here. Today, we're working with Solio family canola oil because it's going to go that good with it. Next, what we're going to do at the same time, we're going to take some fresh ginger with Spice World. I'm going to put that right in there. Watch your face, it doesn't pop out. Now we're going to add the potatoes right in. Now we want the ginger to coat the potatoes, get them nice and golden brown a little bit, so we're just going to let that do its thing in there, hardcore, on high, because the potatoes are going to be the basis for our samosa. Um, Really, when you make uh, samosa filling, uh, potatoes are predominantly, you know, more utilized ingredient than anything you put in there, basically. Uh, carrots are second. Peas are probably third. I don't have any peas, so today I'm using some spinach. I'm using some broccoli as well. And the, and the, the company that I'm using this for is Mother Earth's Products, and this is dehydrated onions. Uh, they make everything dehydrated, dried, really good quality products, nothing added, no additives, GMOs, none of that stuff. Um, and that's going to go in with this perfectly. I'm going to move that around. And the whole goal of this is to really get those potatoes uh, to a point where they're soft uh, and the rest of the flavors sort of marry in. So we're going to start throwing in everything uh, all at once here. We're starting with our carrots. And we have some on onions that are hydrated and onions that are not hydrated, that are dry. And there is a difference and a reason why I'm putting two in both. We have some dried spinach. And we had some dried broccoli. Now, why am I using a lot of dried products? Uh, it is a filling. It's going inside of this wrap. So I don't want it too liquidy. And I want to be able to control the liquid. In a little while here, I'll add a little bit of water just to kind of bring it up to where it needs to be. I'm going to add the spices. We have turmeric, cumin, coriander, chorizo. And that, my friends, is what you need to make incredible samosas. Let's put this in the sink. Now, you talk about, you know, even places in New York City around 23rd Street, where you'll see a lot of the influence uh, Indian cuisine there, which is definitely a staple and a hangout of mine. Uh, when you think of the, the whole entire Indian cuisine, it's very hot and it's spicy, but it's flavorful, too. I think that uh, America has gotten onto the kick where things need to be so hot you can't taste any of the ingredients. I think that it's an art, uh, especially with this kind of culture that has perfected the art of basically having something so hot and so spicy, but yet enjoying the flavors that go with it. They've also married well something that's hot and refreshing at the same time. So you can have something that's very hot and, and your mouth is on fire, but yet you have non bread, which sort of mellows everything out as well. There's also the kulak cream, which is another uh, table condiment that you'll see on the tables there as well, which goes on the bread. So. Everything sort of masks and, and marries well with, with, with ingredients. And that holds true for cooking in general. You can see that the, wow, really good as well. If you look in there, you can start to see the colors of the flavors really take on uh, what we're trying to achieve here. 
you know, you talk about samosas and non bread and stuff like that. If you've ever gone to a real classic uh, Indian type of restaurant, you'll see a hearth clay oven, the circular oven. And what they'll do is they'll put the non bread on almost like these little tambourine things, and they put the dough on and then they slap it on the side of the coal. Because the coal is like a thousand degrees, it sticks on the coal and then forms itself a bread and then with sticks, uh, spears, they sort of just take it off and, and cook it and you get that wonderful light tasting non bread. Now this is ready to get some liquid in there and we're going to go a little at a time just so it has a chance to really steam this baby and cook these potatoes where we need them to go. As you can see, this is starting to get pasty, sticky, and we're going to be ready to go very shortly with our samosa filling and our actually samosas. Now we're going to fry the samosas in a little bit of oil here. This is canola oil and it's actually the best for frying samosas. And we're just going to add our oil. We're going to leave it off to the side and then once we start to fry these, we'll put them in the hot oil. Just get cleaned up here a bit. Now there is a way and a technique of folding these and I'll show you that in a minute. All right. This is perfect. All right, now we're ready to go. So I just want to basically take this, I don't want that hot of mixture going into the, uh, the wrap itself, but I do want to show you the, the incredible color uh, and the texture that, that we're going to be using here. And look at that. That's beautiful. Let, we don't let that cool just for a second there. I mean, it really doesn't need a long time. We got our hot oil there. We don't have to worry about that. But what we're going <coughs> to first do, excuse me, is form a samosa wrap. And how that's done basically is putting, folding both edges like this. And then with your hand, take a little bit of egg whites. Today we're using Eglin's best egg whites. As you can see here. Remember, if it doesn't have the EB symbol, it's not Eglin's best. And we're going to turn this over like that. We're going to seam that shut. Pinch that as well. Now you have a little bit of a cone, right? We're going to fold this other part, but not yet. So we're going to take some of this filling with your finger, just dab it in. And we're going to take some of your egg white mixture as well on the other side. And we're just going to fold this and lock it. What I like to do is try to stand these samosas up. Put them right in the hot oil. I do that because when I serve them to a guest, I like for them to stand up on a plate. So let's go through this again here. Twist it over, close the seam shut. 
Put your finger in there to make a little pocket. Add your filling. Again, these are very small samosas, but I mean, there's big ones you can use. And then what you're gonna do is have to close this baby up, right? So you're gonna take some more egg whites, close it up, and sit it up. Go right down into the fire. All right, let's do one more. So we're gonna fold it just like you're making an airplane. Take some egg whites on both sides, close the seam shut. I feel like this is a nursery rhyme. Fold it like an airplane, close it shut. Take some of your mix. Make sure to really push it all the way down there, otherwise that's not a samosa. And a little egg white mixture here. You turn these, turn these babies over when they burn. Close it up. Sit it up. There you go. Go right in. Now, dipping sauce for this really can vary. However, I think the best would be like an aioli mayo or something like that. Something nice and cold that can cut through some of the spiciness that we have here, uh, for sure. But, you know, you can do other dipping sauces if you like. If you, if you go to a more traditional uh, Indian-style restaurant, you're going to see that the, there's usually three or four little condiments of sauces on there. They actually marry well. One's usually sweet, savory, uh, and hot. All right, ready to take this off. We have our plate, a beautifully decorated plate. Take our samosas. Take a little bit of fresh ginger, and we're gonna put it right on the center. Now, you could also take a little bit of poppy seeds and just sprinkle them on the plate as like a garnish. And then you have it, my friend. This is a samosa by hand. You've seen it by the machine, and that's going to about do it for Taste This TV. And I'm going to actually take us out, talking about a little bit of this incredible cream, Sovrano Limoncello. This is their cream flavored. Uh, if you didn't think it could get any better, now you have that traditional uh, creamy taste in the limoncello, which is just fabulous. Yeah, we have a good time here on Taste This TV. Woo! There you go. Samosas and cream limoncello here on Taste This. Thank you for watching this fun-filled episode of Taste This TV. I'm your host, Chef Joe Semino. Remember, there are no rules in cooking. Taste This.